The Mood and Food podcast is sponsored by Igenis Healthcare Nutrition in Cambridge, UK. Igenis have kindly agreed to offer listeners to the podcast a special 20% discount on their complete range of high-quality supplements for your mental and physical health. Just add the code ADVITALITY, A-D-D-V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y in capitals at checkout and your order will be discounted by 20%. And the website at igenus.com contains some great articles and health information too. That's I-G-E-N-N-U-S dot com. Lovely. Thank you very much, Cara. Well, great to see you all. Thank you so much for joining this session and uh, I'm excited to be able to share this information with you because it's made an enormous difference in my own life. As Cara says, I'm a psychologist, but I'm a psychologist with a backstory, and I'm going to share a little bit of that through this session. I've also written a book, which you'll have free access to at the end of the session, and uh, I also recently launched a podcast, so that's, that's quite exciting for me. So here's the, the content of the session First of all, I'm going to be talking about the sort of benefits you can expect from putting this information into practice. I have to say it'll only help you if you practice it, if you put the information into practice. Uh, it goes without saying, but it really is good stuff. I'm going to talk about what we mean by resilience. So we've got a common definition. We've got a common understanding of what we mean by resilience. I'm going to share a little bit of my personal story, only insofar as it illuminates why I'm sitting here doing this and why I really have got some information that I think is useful to pay attention to. And these are the three simple changes that I'm going to talk about. And then we'll have a Q&A at the end. As I say, please do put your questions in the chat as you go if you want to. And then um, what Cara will do at the end is, is read them out for me to answer for you. So I'm not going to stop as the session goes. We'll take them at the end. But please do write them as they occur. And a special takeaway a lockdown takeaway. So I've actually set up a special website where you can download my book, Fit for Business, and also a free course, which is going to go into more detail than I've got time to do here. So we've only got 30 minutes here, but this course will take you a lot further and it's got a lot more information that I've got than I've got time to share. So that's where we're going. Please do make some notes as you go, because I'm, I'm hoping that you'll find this piques your curiosity and uh, there are some things you want to do as a result. But most importantly, get ready to take action. There's a phrase that I sometimes use, which is an ancient Buddhist saying, to know and not to do is not yet to know. So even if you know some of the stuff that I'm about to share, if you're not putting into practice this information, you're not getting the benefits. So please do actually use it as well as um, make notes on it. So these are the sort of benefits you can expect. I think you've been told some of these already. So these steps will help you be more focused and productive at work. I guarantee it. They will help you sleep better and awake feeling refreshed. You'll also feel more energetic and you'll be able to deal with stress in natural, holistic and healthy ways effectively, both at work and at home. And there's a lot of it going on at the moment. Um, I think we're all experiencing levels of stress that um, we maybe haven't experienced before. We're working from home. We've got kids who are not at school. We're wrestling with so many things. So it really is a good time to be thinking about resilience and some simple things that you can do to boost yours. And as I say, that's what I'm going to share. So let's have a definition. Now, this definition comes from the Harvard Business Review almost exactly five years ago. 
The ability to recover from setbacks, adapt well to change and keep going in the face of adversity. Plenty of that going on at the moment. We're all having setbacks of one sort or another. There's lots of change happening and we need to keep going in the face of adversity. After all, we're in the third lockdown now. You know, there's a little bit of weariness about it. It's all quite challenging and difficult. So whatever we can do to manage ourselves and our resilience better has got to be helpful, particularly at the moment. So this is me struggling up a mountain in Ireland in 2007. I'd become 50 pounds or three and a half stone overweight. I'd had a prolonged period of work-related stress and negative thinking in 2006. And I was hospitalised with severe depression. Now, actually, that trip to Ireland was after I'd come out of hospital, but I'd put on that uh, three and a half stone on antidepressant medication. And I decided while I was in hospital that I wasn't going to live like that anymore. This was the third time I'd experienced a major stress episode in my life. If I just go back to that overweight, unhealthy self. And I lay there heavily medicated and decided that actually I was going to research everything I could find about how to deal with stress naturally. And it's amazing what I began to discover. And the first thing I had to do was lose the weight. (laughs) So I actually lost that weight um, and posed for a photograph. (laughs) You'll see it's the same shirt and it's the same rucksack, different surroundings. I'm not in Ireland there. But I had to make some changes to lose that weight. Coming off medication after 18 months didn't cause it to go. So I lost the weight, took me six months to lose it, and only three months, would you believe, to put it on in the first place on antidepressant medication. And I began enjoying youthful energy and vitality that I hadn't enjoyed in my since my 20s. I'm now 59, and I honestly feel like I live with the energy and vitality of someone in there 20s or 30s. Aging doesn't need to be difficult um, and a process of decline. More importantly, the stress um, hasn't disappeared from my life. I still experience stress like everybody else, but the depression and the anxiety has gone and it hasn't returned. And I'm confident that it won't return, not just because of what I've been able to do in terms of nutrition, but also a different understanding of psychology, which is something I will be sharing in this additional course that you'll have free access to. But as I say, unfortunately, I don't have time to uh, to get into now. So what on earth made the difference in going from that overweight, unhealthy 45 year old to somebody who literally felt 20 years younger? So I don't know if anybody's come across this book. It's called The Slight Edge, Secret to a Successful Life by Jeff Olson, O-L-S-O-N. And I found it the most valuable book I've read in many a year. And the philosophy can be subbed up very simply. Small, simple things compound to produce a massive difference, but you have to do them to benefit. And it's really, the philosophy of the slight edge is really well illustrated by a simple metaphor. So if I was to ask you, would you rather have a million pounds in cash today? Or would you prefer to have a penny doubled in value every day for the next 30 days? So that's a penny today, 2p tomorrow, 4p, 8p, 16p, 32, etc. Compounded to 30 days. 
Now, the fact that I'm asking you the question probably reveals that the answer isn't the million pounds. Did you realise that a penny compounded for 30 days comes to 5.5 million pounds? It's actually just over 5.5 million pounds. So it's a penny to the power of 30. Now, that's how nature works. <laughs> nature doesn't try to win the million today. This is only what we do at the end of Christmas when we're trying to go on a detox or we're trying to make some changes to our health. We try to win the million today. And actually, there's five and a half million waiting for us in a month's time. If only we do the stuff and <laughs> we wouldn't quit. And um, I just think it's, it's a very powerful metaphor, particularly at the moment when, as I say, many of us are kind of thinking about losing weight in the new year and, and changes to our health regime and so on. So do read The Slight Edge if you get a chance. There's also an audiobook version, which is a slightly abridged, fantastic book full of very memorable stories about how change really works. So the three-step formula I'm about to give you is a classic slight-edge approach. It's small and simple things which will compound to produce a massive difference like the penny does. But you won't feel them today. You won't feel them tomorrow. You may not even begin to feel them next week, but at the end of 30 days, you'll have a massive wave of change building. The first one is proper hydration, and it's just not about the amount that you drink, but what you drink and what you add to it. And I've got a special ingredient I'm going to share with you. There's something that I'd like to talk about called alkalizing, and I've only got a short time to talk, so there's more detail on the course that I've got to share with you. And I'll also be talking to you about gentle detoxing. Lots of us are thinking about radical detoxing at this time of year, but as I say, that's akin to trying to win the million today. I want you to have five and a half million in 30 days time. And that's where gentle detoxing is really effective. So be honest, how much water are you currently drinking a day? Not tea, coffee, alcohol. How much water are you drinking? Do you have a water bottle with you? Now, some of you, some of you may, some of you may not. I just find it's, it's really powerful stuff. Now, I've, I've got my added ingredient in this, which I'm going to tell you about in a minute. But did you realise that to be optimally healthy and fit, you should be drinking between two and two and a half litres of water a day? And when you start doing that, it's actually surprisingly difficult because most of us have got used to being in a state of permanent dehydration. And so we struggle with it. So each of the trillions of cells in our bodies needs water to provide it with basic electro energy, not coffee, not Red Bull, not alcohol not juice, water. And many people are taking medications for symptoms that are simple complications of dehydration. Now, you've obviously heard of some practical examples like headaches, but even down to other things like skin problems, irritability, tiredness, all sorts of things can be simple manifestations of dehydration because we're not getting our two and a half litres a day. And it's harder than you think, as I said, because many of us have got used to being in a state of permanent dehydration. So when we start to hydrate, we feel like we're drowning. You can't go daft with this. There being cases of people drinking too much water too quickly. That's very dangerous because we actually need a, a composition of essential salts in our body to be optimally fit and healthy. But nevertheless, you need to gradually build up to two litres a day. And my secret ingredient is wheatgrass, and that's what's in this bottle here. 
I'm just going to take another sweep. It's so energising and so, so valuable. Wheatgrass comes in a pouch like that. You can actually get it in any supermarket now. It's in Tesco's on the health food shelf and it's £3. It's a different brand to that one. But you can, you can get it really easily. It's organic dried powdered wheatgrass. And what you do is you mix a teaspoon of wheatgrass in a litre of water. This is just under a litre, this bottle. And you build up slowly to two teaspoons of wheatgrass in a litre of water over the next couple of weeks. And you do that twice a day. So you'll be getting your two litres. But more importantly, you're getting the benefits of my secret ingredient, wheatgrass, which is very energising. It's highly alkalising. And I'm going to explain what that means in a minute. And it's going to give you a lot of really valuable nutrients, um, including iron, including copper, which your body may be lacking. So it's really good stuff and it's so easy to do. Classic slight edge. You do it today, tomorrow, every day for 30 days. And I guarantee you, you will see a significant improvement in your energy levels, in your health, in your ability to sleep and so many areas. And people, people are quite disbelieving when I say that. Because as I say, most people won't let the penny compound for 30 days. <laughs> They'll do it for a few days and think, oh, I'm not sure about the taste, uh, I'll give it up. If you don't like the taste, just put less in and then gradually build it up. And what I found is that wheatgrass, the taste of wheatgrass is a really good barometer of your cellular health. So if, you're, if you taste wheatgrass, say a, a, a teaspoon in a litre of water, it doesn't taste very good. And it's saying it's actually something you need to be addressing. Just dilute it a bit more and build it up slowly. What I'm going to talk to you now is how and why wheatgrass works. Wheatgrass, as I say, is highly alkalising to the body. Did you know that children are born with a, a blood pH which is slightly more alkaline than that of adults? And it might explain why children seem to have a lot more energy than us adults. Because as we go through life... Many of us have got used to consuming quantities of acidic foods and beverages, which actually gradually reduce the pH level, power of hydrogen level in our blood, closer to 7.2. The, the optimal is 7.365. Now, you don't need to rush out and measure the alkalinity of your blood. I recommend you don't do it. You, could, you will know <laughs> by how much energy you've got and how you feel and how you're coping with stress, and how you're sleeping. And there are some very simple things that you can do to redress the balance. And again, you mustn't go silly here. People have been known to actually try and go too alkaline too quickly, and that's quite dangerous. Interestingly enough, blood pH of 7.2 is where acidosis kicks in. And you might be surprised to hear that when we die, our bodies acidify. So acidosis equals death. In other words, we ignore this information at our peril, but it's not particularly well known about. One of the reasons is there's not a lot of money to be made in selling the information. Interestingly enough, stress produces a lot of acidity. You may have had experiences when you've been, you've been feeling stress where you've literally felt acid in the stomach. So handling stress effectively is one of the ways to boost your alkalinity. And ironically, also, that will help you deal with stress more effectively. So there's a virtual circle kicks in rather than a vicious circle. Proper hydration will help your alkalinity as well, as will eating more alkaline foods and less acidic foods in order to move the body into balance. 
So these are the, some of the acid and alkaline forming components of lifestyle. As I said, stress is acid forming. And interestingly enough, we experience more stress when we are um, moving towards acidity. Under and over exercise is also acid forming. So if you start training for the Olympics before you fit, <laughs> um, you're going to generate acidity. Uh, in the form of stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline. You're also going to generate lactic acid in the form of, and that's when you start feeling cramp and the effects of over-exercise. But equally, under-exercise is acid-forming. So we need to get this balance right. And the way I describe it, your heart rate needs to be in the fat-burning range, which is around 80% of your maximum heart rate, you need a heart rate monitor um, to check that out. But I've covered that in the uh, in Fit for Business. You can actually find out what your ideal heart rate range should be for optimal exercise for alkalinity. You won't be surprised to hear that red meat is acid forming in quantity, as is alcohol. I've got lots I could say about alcohol. I um, read a really interesting book um, the other week. Uh, it was actually called, I've written its title down here, it's called This Naked Mind. You get a chance to listen to it, it'll change your views on alcohol. It's written by an ex-alcoholic. Fantastic, fantastic book. You know, we, we all think moderation's okay. Yeah, but <laughs> once you've read this book, you think, mm, no, it's not. Eggs in moderation, you know, eggs are good for hatching chickens, but not necessarily very good for um, human nutrition. There's been a lot of talk about eggs being high in vitamin D, which is uh, a key vitamin that's a lot talked about at the moment. But just go easy on the eggs. Similarly, sugars and artificial sweeteners. Artificial sweeteners are almost as bad as sugar. Cheese and dairy in moderation too. Then the things that are alkaline forming are relaxation, appropriate level of exercise as I described and then things like leafy green vegetables, salads, avocado sometimes described as God's butter, olive oil drizzled over your salads and vegetables, extra virgin raw over your salads and vegetables is great and some fruits. Now interestingly um, lemons are alkalizing to the body despite the fact that they sound very acidic. So you've got, to, you've got to take it easy with fruits. And so I've got a lot more information on which fruits are acid and alkaline forming in the book that you'll have access to. But it's all about balance and you don't have to be perfect. So don't try and win the million tomorrow or today. Just do the slight edge and watch the penny do the work for you. And, and simple things compound to produce a massive difference. Which goes into the philosophy of detoxing. That I advocate. Don't advocate radical detoxing. And there's a guy called Sang Wang who's written a book called Reverse Aging. And he says that aging is the result of the accumulation of acid wastes in the body, which makes a huge amount of sense given what I've just been talking about. Therefore, what we need to do to detox gently is to gradually reduce our exposure to caffeine, to alcohol, to fizzy drinks, especially the diet varieties to processed foods and to additives. Foods contain additives to keep them fresh, it's the E numbers, but those additives are also very toxifying to the body, so we need to moderate and be careful about our consumption of those. Um, sugar and uh, artificial sweeteners also, as I say, are very acidifying. So if you want to live longer, healthier, younger, with more vitality, <laughs> it does make sense to cut down on those things, if not eliminate them 
from your diet and lifestyle. Just as well it's January because people are more open to that sort of thing at this time of year. But then when you get used to living like that, why would you want to go back to a, to a toxic self? You, you're going to want to detox gently as a matter of course. And as I say, this is how nature works. Nature doesn't do radical detoxes. <laughs> nature does gentle, small step changes in slight edge fashion. So we've got plenty of time to take some questions here. But before we do that, I just want to talk to you about a special bonus. So I've created a free online course specially for you, which includes a PDF copy of my book, Fit for Business, which I've got here. So the book is titled Fit for Business, How to Deal with Stress and Enjoy a Healthy Work-Life Balance. Now, in that book, the whole of the first section goes into a lot more detail than I've been able to cover here. I've just covered the headlines. And then I talk about a different psychology which I've come across which is called the three principles understanding, which has made a massive difference to my ability to deal with stress. And which is why I know that depression and anxiety won't return, because when you know how you've created those conditions, you become very self-aware of what's going on in your mind and your body. So if you go to fitforbusiness.co, you'll be able to get hold of that course and the book, and that will take you into a lot more depth than I've been able to cover in this relatively short session. So what I'd like to do is to open the session up to questions now. And um, if you have got a question, um, well, Cara's going to see if we've got any questions. And um, if you have anything that comes up as we go, please feel free to unmute yourself um, and, uh, and, and just speak, because I think we, we can probably readily manage that. So, Cara, what's come up? So we do have um, a couple of questions here. Um, just firstly, though, thank you for that. It was really great. I really enjoyed that session. I'm sure everybody else did, like especially all those practical tips. That was that was really amazing. Thank you. Um, so one of the questions we have um, is from Tegan, and she's asked, "Are there any other books that you can recommend?" Oh gosh, loads. <laughs> How long have you got? Well, The Slight Edge, my, my favourite I've, I've been talking about here. I, I talked about This Naked Mind. If you're in any way thinking about cutting down your alcohol, you, you'll never have a problem cutting it down when you read that book. <laughs> it's, it's really, really powerful. Um, there's lots of stuff on alkalizing out there. Um, it's not really mainstream, um, but it's, it's extremely valuable, extremely powerful. Um, what I would say is Google the Alkaline Diet. Um, I've actually got a website at thealkalinedietexperts.com, which, which contains lots more information on alkalizing. Um, but I think that the important thing to do is to begin the journey. Um, we can read and read and read, but what, what makes the difference is when we start compounding the penny. So, as I say, those few books that I've mentioned, plus some action, will take you a lot further than trying to, you know, go in search of the Holy Grail here without ever actually making anything uh, or changing anything in your life. So my suggestion would be um, have, a, have a read of this book, my, mine, because, as I say, there's a lot of practical information you've got in there, free access to. And then um, simply make a start and see where it takes you. And what you'll find is that the road will take you in, in different directions. I've got actually quite a lengthy reading list in the back of this book. Um, gosh, yes. <laughs> in fact, on page 144 and 145 of the book, you'll see um, a full reading list. I'm not going to go into it now, but it's all there. So that's probably the short answer to the question. <laughs> that's great. Thank you. Um, 
Uh, we might have time for maybe one or two more. We've okay. Got another one here from Sam Culver. Um, you've made it sound so simple, so hard. <laughs> what helped you to keep focused? Um, I think powerful reasons. Um, I always say to people who I'm working with, um, wh when the why is powerful enough, the how is easy. And um, if you've got powerful reasons for wanting to change your lifestyle, um, then there might be what we psychologists call away from or towards motivated. So away from is away from pain. You know, your doctors said unless you lose three stone, you're going to be dead by the time you're 65. That's an away from motivator. My experience, they don't work that well. What works better is a towards motivator. So if I am able to get fit and healthy in the next six to 12 months, I'm going to be able to do X, Y and Z. And it will help me with this, that and the other in my life. So in other words, powerful reasons are what makes the difference. I did not want to go back to my old toxic self and that experience that I had in 2006. It was too painful. It cost me my marriage. It cost me access to my children. It cost me much more than money. And um, as I say, the, the, the why was powerful enough so the how became easy. So just work on your powerful reasons. And again, I talk about that a lot more in the book. Um, having powerful reasons is everything. That's great. Um, so just um, time for one more question, I think, and this one's from Rachel from the LED team. Um, so people often go on a New Year detox after Christmas. So what's your view on the effectiveness of doing a big detox like that? Ooh, I think I've already headlined this one. Um, I'm not a big fan of radical detoxing because I think it's akin to trying to win the million. Like I say, trying, trying to win the million today or in the next few days rather than winning the 5.5 million <clears throat> in 30 days. Um, I think the problem with it is that people yo-yo. So they try it. They, they, they make all sorts of resolutions to do things differently. Don't stick to it and then beat themselves up because they don't stick to it. And, and the effect of that is it's psychologically as well as physiologically damaging. Did you know that if you put your body in, in, a, in a state of hunger um, for too long uh, in, and you're not getting proper nutrition, you're actually going to do damage. Um, and therefore, it's important that when we are making changes, we make those changes in a natural, sustainable way, just in the way that nature would rather than in the way that, you know, humans might by trying to do something dramatic. Um, most exa dramatic example would be weight loss surgery, you know, gastric band. Unless people change their lifestyle habits, the weight doesn't stay off. And you might remember famous people like George Best uh, had, his, had a liver transplant but didn't stop himself drinking. Um, so actually, you know, that there are no quick fixes. We've got to change our behaviour. It's as simple as that. And, and I realised my behaviour wasn't supporting my resilience. It was actually working the opposite direction. But the most important component of that, as well as the nutrition and lifestyle, was the psychology. And that's what I go into a lot more detail in the book. Um, so I think we've actually run out of time now, unfortunately, so not any more time for any more questions. Um, but just thank you again, and um, as a reminder to everybody, um, this session will be available on Hive, so if there's anyone that you think might want to watch it or benefit from it, then please share with them. Um, I hope that everyone's enjoyed it. Um, we have Lunch and Learns every month, and the details of the next session can be found on Hive, so we hope that you can all join us again then. Um, we'll let you all go. Thank you. Oh, thanks for your great comments, everyone, and have a great day, and enjoy implementing this stuff. Thanks. Thank Andrew. you so much, Andrew. Thank you. That's you all. Bye-bye.